Today's podcast is actually a response to a question I got uh, to my earlier podcast, which is to know your job. Let the muse do her job. You do your job. You follow her. She'll take you where you want to go. Wyatt, fellow who left the comment, pointed out that he sees a lot of failure in the world of writing, particularly in the niche market that he was interested in. And he sees it and he sees it. And he's put forward a very relevant question. What about all these authors whose books don't seem to be selling? Were they not following their muse? It's a good question. And yes, I am sure that they were. In fact, I would say all writers, whether they sell a million copies or 10 copies, were to some degree following their muse. I mean, I don't think you have any other way to write. At some point, an idea comes to you. It comes to you. Now, where it comes from, you can give it any language you want. We call it the muse, but the idea comes to us and we write from it. It's not a question of whether we get ideas that we want to write. And it is not a question of how, whether or not more ideas will come to us as to how to uh, fully explore the story that we were given in the initial inspiration. The only question is, how diligent will you be in doing your job and not trying to do the muse's job? How diligent will you be in telling the story you are meant to tell or the story that this to tell the story that it wants to be and not get in there and try and control it? For instance, are you going to try to write to the market? Say, well, this is the story I want to tell, but maybe it should be a little more literary. That seems to be in vogue. Or maybe I should make it a little less literary. People might not like it. Or I wonder what women between the ages of 35 and 55 would think. Or there shouldn't be too much sex in it. Or this, this could get boring if I'd get too philosophical. For a very long time, I thought people wanted nothing to do with philosophy. I was a philosophical guy, but I thought philosophy bored people, so I avoided it. But I am, in fact, a pretty philosophical guy. You have to be merciless in following the muse. And I think what happens to most creative people is they get some of their own ego and fear gets mixed in. And here's the insidious aspect of this. If you tell the story purely, that is, you let it be what it wants to be, then that story is like the perfect glass of lemonade on a hot summer day. It's the perfect blend of sweet and sour. But every bit of fear and control we put in there, every thought of, I wonder if it, I wonder if people will like it, I better make it a little shorter, or I wonder if it's not smart enough, or I wonder if it's not funny, or I better make it move fast because people like things. All our attempts to please others instead of tell the story as it's meant to be told is like each of those attempts to please others is like a little drop of white vinegar in the lemonade. Can't see it, can't really smell it, but you'll taste it and eh, it'll feel funny. And so it probably won't succeed because its offness reads to people. We have to be merciless. But the good news is, uh, in an earlier video, I talked about emotional mastery. The good news, and this is about emotional mastery. The good news is that as you practice not just your craft of writing, but paying attention to the difference between forcing a word in and following inspiration, or the right word, allowing it to drop in and trying to make the right word, what you think the right word is, or make the character do something, or make the story go somewhere. The more you learn the difference between forcing and allowing, 
between the resistance that comes when you force and the effortlessness of allowing, the more and more you just naturally follow the muse because it feels better to do so. It will always feel better to follow than to force. And gradually there'll be less and less and less vinegar in that glass of lemonade. And for reasons that maybe you don't understand, it will begin to succeed. Let me say one other thing on this also, which is that if you want success in your given genre, do not look at examples of failure. Do not look at example. Look at examples of success. Don't look at what you don't want. And I have done it too, believe me. It's very depressing, very fast. There are always examples of success, which is what you want. Don't fill your mind with failure. It's everywhere. And, and more to the point, you don't know the story behind the lack of success, the story on the remainder, the book on the remainder table, the book that only sold 100 copies. A, you don't know if the author is disappointed with it or not, and you don't know what went into it. You don't know the story. You only know the result. So look at the results you're actually interested in. Look at success. Do not look at failure. You look at the words that you think are successful on your page. You emulate that. Don't dwell on the on the lines in your story that aren't successful. You don't do that. No, you focus on the success and you delete the failure. Focus on what you want. Focus on what you want and you will create more of it. That's how you tell a story. You tell the story you want by focusing on the kind of story you want. Yeah. And let me just say, if you have a question, I am happy to answer them. I'm happy to answer them in this in these podcasts. These are the, the best podcasts. The best lessons are always from questions. So maybe if you have are interested in having a response, ask yourself, what's the hard part of writing? What's the hard part? And if you share that with me in what other form, whether in the comment pages or in an email to me or on Facebook or Twitter or X, well, I might just answer it in these podcasts. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. This is Bill Knauer. As always, stay fearless.